Podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co op partner, Nave. Each pod will play through a cooperative experience and then relate to you, the listener, if this game is the creme de la creme of co op or something better off playing solo. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different than the first two episodes. It's going to be more of a retrospective uh, ordeal. Uh, we are going to be going over Rock Band 4 mostly, but we're also going to do an overview of the entire Rock Band franchise, along with the Guitar Hero franchise. Those were dueling franchises for a long time. The instruments and everything are kind of hard to get a hold of, so expecting Philip to get his hands on a $300 guitar just so that we can review Rock Band when we know what Rock Band is. We've played all of the. We've oh, played yeah. almost every single game, so we decided to do something uh, a little bit more simple, a little bit more free form. And what perfect game than the game where we met each other? So yeah. So Nave, how you been? Uh, I've been all right. I don't know if I've mentioned this, Hi. but I am a mailman, and I was kind of bummed out all day because we got a. They send out these envelopes, and it's like donate, please, and it has just pictures of sad kids all over the envelope. Oh my god. And it's just, you just have to look at these kids all day for, <laughs> for like, 11 hours. You're like, oh, here's another kid. During election season, when you have to stare at po- politicians' faces all yeah. day, and you're just like, I hate all of these people now, just because you're making me work more. I have so much more shit because of you. I was wondering about that, because I, as a person, I also receive a lot of junk mail, because everyone gets junk mail, right? Like, yeah. do you ever just get tired of delivering, like, pure junk? I would say, like, 70% of the mail is junk mail. Um, and it, it's grueling. Like, yeah. so, sometimes you get something for every single mailbox, and it's like a, a newspaper full of coupons. So you it looks like you have four times more than you usually do. And you do, technically. Like, if you're going by weight, I don't I don't even want to dwell on it anymore. I shouldn't have brought it up. I'm just angry now. Yeah. The postal system, am I right? Yeah, any all the government stuff. So, uh, what have you been playing, man? Oh, dude, I've been playing a lot of Mountain Blade Warband. Have you heard of it? I've seen some. St- I've seen some goofy YouTube videos, and it looks it looks jank, but it looks like fun jank. Oh, it is pure jank. Okay, so picture any like normal RTS kind of Kingdom Builder style game, but you also play as not even a hero unit. It's like you're playing Dynasty Warriors if you were a normal soldier, because you die in one arrow to the head, and then you're just out of the fight, and then it just says. Your comrades dragged you from the front lines and be like, I, I'm, I hope they did. <laughs> How kind. You know, I just took, I got an eight foot javelin through my, my core and they dragged me off the field somehow and put me back to life. But it is a place you put hours that you just don't want anymore. Every fight is a massive fight because you have armies of over 100 units in them and the units just get dropped in this barely textured arena that's like supposed to be a forest where there's only like maybe 10 trees because they're all just like polygons. It's spending more time rendering and controlling all these AI as they go at it. There's already a new version out there. It's like Bannerlord and it looks so much better. But the old one just has that classic fun that I just can't get away from. All right, so what about you? What have you been playing? I haven't really been, we've been playing Outriders together. Whoa, spoilers. I haven't really been playing anything other than that. Uh, I started up the Mass Effect trilogy remastered collection or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And uh, really all I did was I I got to the first cutscene. I was like, this is pretty. And then I looked at the time and it was midnight and I was like, okay, I can't never mind. <laughs> I can't yeah. start this. I can't start this right now. 
Um, but the other game that I've been trying desperately to complete is Yakuza 4. I'm like right at the end. And if you haven't played the Yakuza franchise, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Please play it. It's on Game Pass. Please, please, please. It's on Game Pass. I know. It's on my two playlist, but I don't know when I'm ever going to get to it. Though, unfortunately, they're all very long. It's like watching it's like watching an entire season of a TV show and then watching the companion movie of for that season and then there's a video game in there too. It's like so yeah. much cutscenes and talking and stuff, but I promise it's so good. You just got it's got to let it happen, Captain. I would I would kind of describe it like cuz everyone looks at it it's like oh this is just Japanese Grand Theft Auto. No, no, no. It's like this game is like you know the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, Double Dragon, stuff like that. The beat 'em up games. That's that is what Yakuza is. It's a beat 'em up game, and it's it's a 3D beat 'em up game instead of two dimensional. So imagine a game like that, like Turtles in Time in 3D. But okay, hear me out. Let's say like GI Joe, Captain Planet levels of just dumb, dumb campiness, and then Breaking Bad crime drama. Okay. Okay. So it's like this this mixture of so many things. Like the tone is all over the place and I love it. <laughs> and and it's gotten so popular since it came to Game Pass. So much more people were exposed to it. So now the memes are everywhere. Everyone on Twitter knows what Kiryu looks like cuz there's always somebody. It's usually me posting a Kiryu looking angry or a Kiryu looking happy or looking sad or something saying something dumb. It's okay. That's enough of that. I'm almost done with four. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to. I tried to go and level everyone up to the max level, and ah, it just takes so long. And I just want to see what happens in five. Yeah. So, uh, did you want to talk about Outriders a little bit, or? You know, honestly, I think we should save that one because I don't really like. So far, I'm having fun, but I don't want to dive into any of the systems or anything like that. Yeah, like I did on accident already. Um. Yeah. Progress report, though, because we did do a progress report last time. We are playing, and we're about, what did you say, like a third of the way through, maybe? Yeah, I would say about a third. We're kind of taking our time. I checked, and we're on, like, mission 7 out of 20. We're taking our time, and, um, but yeah, we're we're enjoying ourselves. We're probably going to play some after we get done with this podcast. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to bring this up. (laughs) So... I have this crazy brain where so many different things, like, they catch my eye, and then they're just something I obsess over for, like, months. And there's this thing called 11 foot 8. Have you ever heard of this? No. What is this? <laughs> okay. It's dumb. It's, it's dumb, all right? I don't know where I heard this from. Probably someone stupid, and, I, and it just brought it to my attention. But there's this YouTube channel dedicated to a bridge. It, it got this nickname called the Can Opener. Because trucks are constantly crashing into it. All right? Like, the bridge is too low. Is it too short? It's Yeah, okay. uh, So it just rips the top off of the... So 11 foot 8 is the height of the bridge. All right? And and they put signs, like, neon flashing signs on the top. Like, there's so many warnings. And it was so bad that the city paid to make it higher. So now, so it was like, oh, it was an end of an era, you know? 11 foot 8 is yeah. dead. People are still crashing into it. So now it's called 11 foot 8 plus 8 because they made it 8 inches higher. 
oh, it's just a YouTube channel dedicated. So I, I skipped some lore. All right. <laughs> oh, there's deep 11 foot eight lore. I'm I'm deep into it, man. So the guy <laughs> okay. who runs the YouTube channel, he went to each street corner to the stores there, and he was like, "Please, I'm begging you, can I install a surveillance camera on your store, watching this bridge? Because I want to I want to record these trucks hitting." So there's he he convinced both of them because it's a phenomenon in this town. Like everyone makes fun of these people. Yeah. It's almost always like moving trucks and stuff like that. People who are clearly not familiar with the area, but it's a phenomenon. And so it's like a, a local menace. He convinces these two store owners. And so now it's just a YouTube channel. When you type in 11 foot eight, it's, it's hilarious. Um, I'm going to send you a YouTube video of it though. Oh, okay. This is going to be a live reaction, everyone. Stay tuned. I lost it. I had the link and I lost it. Okay, cancel that reaction. We're not doing it anymore. <laughs> Perfect peel at the 11 foot 8 plus 8. Perfect peel. Perfect peel, dude. You're going to see why they call it the can opener. Oh, this is crash number 167. They have log numbers. We'll have that link in the description yeah, below. We, have, we are so off topic You guys ought right to check now. it out. Do you want to lead the intro? Because I feel like you'd probably be more affluent in this regard. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Um, we're going to be talking about Rock Band 4, like I said earlier. But we're going to be talking about the entire franchise in general. We're going to Almost everything that we're going to talk about in Rock Band 4 can be applied to Rock Band, all of them. And I'm not going to name them all. And then most of the Guitar Hero games as well. Which we will bring up, you know, we'll, we'll talk about the lore because the we've been talking a lot of story in the last two episodes there's no story to these rock band games besides uh get good that's the story for rock band yeah so basically we're instead we're going to replace it with the history uh as far as we know we're not gaming historians so we don't know everything i don't know about philip but i am hardcore into rock band even to this day i play the game at least once or twice a week to blow off steam so in fact, we may even go into like Dance Dance Revolution or something like that. Do you want to go into uh, that stuff right now, or do you want to? Yeah, just I think talk now's about... time to kind of touch on it. Like we always talk about, like kind of where games have come from. Usually, it always comes back to like one one in Mario Brothers, or if you can go back farther than that, there's like Atari and stuff like that. But the core of rhythm games, at least from what I've seen, goes back to Dance Dance Revolution, and for the more musical ones. They have Guitar Freaks, which was like Guitar Hero before Guitar Hero back in Japan. I don't know which like company did it. It was probably like a Konami game or something. Like odds are. Like who does Dance Dance Revolution? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't know the company. But um, they probably only do that because there's a million Dance Dance Revolution games. Yeah. You've probably seen them at your arcades. There's a... Uh... It's a very popular machine. Like even my mom likes to play Dance Dance Revolution. She always drags me up there to play, like with her. <laughs> so it's like she's because she doesn't want to be embarrassed and play by yourself because it really puts you out there. Because <laughs> oh yeah, those games are loud and uh, you're up there pressing buttons with your feet. So they always have this little bar behind you, and she gets pissed off because she'll jump around on the buttons. But I always hold onto the bar and like hold my like support my weight and just slam my feet down on the buttons. Yeah. Like some kind of reverse praying mantis. <laughs> yeah, or it's like stab, stab. You're just stabbing the buttons. Yeah. Which I looked it up, and it is Konami that does DDR. Yeah, you used to have a uh, DDR pad, didn't you? 
Yeah, I had one for the original Xbox, and yeah. I also owned the game, and it was weird because I was terrible at it, and the pad was low quality, too. It was the kind that you could just like roll up because it was like soft. Yeah, it was like a twister mat. Yeah, that's what it looked like. And half the time, it was just unresponsive. But I always tried to play other games with that Dance Dance pad to see if it would work. And some games could, but most games did not. There's this YouTube channel called Stop Skeletons from Fighting that does exactly that. Like I think their most recent video, they had the uh, they found a like a PlayStation Three TV remote mm-hmm. and uh, like at a vintage stock or something for like three dollars. And he was like, "This thing has an X triangle square circle whatever. Can I play games with this?" And so he went and played like eighty games. He's like playing Street Fighter with these. <laughs> It's a God. it's a it's a fun one. He does like Nintendo mouse and like PlayStation mouse and stuff. Like if you can plug two mice in and play like that or something stupid. It's mm-hmm. it's surprising sometimes the things he discovers. It's a pretty cool YouTube well, channel. Which while we're kind of broken into like the controllers, that's what made like Rock Band so different and like Guitar Hero and all the other rhythm games is the input the player is giving to the system. Because, like, of course, referencing any shooter, it's mostly just stick movements. Like, you're snapping those sticks around as fast as you can, just like tap, 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 tap. Because you're running, you're looking, you're strafing. In Rock Band, it's just, for the guitars, for example, you have your five frets, fret buttons. Yeah. I'm no guitar master. And you have your, you have your strummer. And your strummer can go up and down. <laughs> and that's it. And that's all it takes to really get you in the zone. Because it's just so simplified. Yeah, and it's the same with the drum set. The drum set is even easier to understand. The drum set is a little bit closer to a real-life experience. I'm sorry, if Guitar Hero and Rock Band were your first experiences with that hand motion, you're going to have a really hard time learning how to play guitar. You're going to have to unlearn all of that. Because I, I do play guitar and bass in real life, and I'm, I'm no expert, but it messes with you. Like you. When you're playing real guitar and you try to go back to play Rock Band, you're going to try and play on different strings. Your fingers are going to slip off this tiny little guitar neck. It's like a little plastic thing. You're used to the big, wide, wooden guitar neck. Like watching YouTube channels uh, of real guitarists like playing their own music on Rock Band and doing terrible. <laughs> like, And they're like, how do people do this? Yeah. Many times... This is so hard. Many times I say... Well, there's a Rock Band community on, on Xbox. I'm not sure if it's the same on PlayStation, but... There's a lot of us that talk to each other in messages, and there's many times that I say that this song is so much harder in Rock Band than it is in real life. Like it's there are some songs, especially things like Nirvana and like Soundgarden and stuff. A lot of like the power chords and stuff, it's so much easier on the real guitar, and it and it makes me furious how hard it is because my brain can't unlearn this sound that I know is a power chord. And but I'm pressing like this weird combination of buttons on the guitar controller. There's nothing they can do. Like yeah. it's impossible to recreate that. But so, do you want to cover your uh, past experiences with this game series? Uh, yeah. This is probably where the bulk of our conversation will be. This one will be pretty heavily rooted in nostalgia. I mean, I assume we haven't recorded it yet. This is ad lib for the most part. This whole episode. So. I remember the first time that I ever experienced Guitar Hero, my dad brought me to one of his friend's house, and I don't know what they were doing, but they sat me in front of the PlayStation, and I saw that Guitar Hero controller, and I was like, what is that? I'm a child. I'm like a little baby boy. I don't know how long ago Guitar Hero 1 was, and this is like basically right when it came out, 
And he was like, oh, yeah, here, take this. Please don't break it. Because, you know, <laughs> please don't break this. Yeah. But uh, I wasn't like a toddler. But this, I started playing, I remember playing uh, Smoke on the Water. I think it was Smoke on the Water. I was like, this is super easy. Like, as soon as I got about halfway through the song, I was like, with my child brain, you know, children just learn so hard. Yeah, they just learn stuff. Um, I was like, this is super easy. And so I went to the next song. I think it was Hit Me With Your Best Shot or something like that. I went to Medium, and I thought that was easy. I was like, well, this is easy, too. Hard was another story. Like, I tried to play the same song on Hard. Could I didn't and I don't know any of these songs. I'm just a little baby boy. So, but as soon as they implemented implemented that orange note, my tiny little hand yeah, was like, say, like, I can't do it. Adds the orange note. Yeah, I can't do it. But um, I remember all of these people they were sitting around smoking and talking and drinking, and all of a sudden they were watching me play this game. They were like, "Holy shit, he's on medium right now!" Like, because they had this game for like a month and they play on easy still. I this is probably some. Jungian subconscious thing in my brain where I was like, wow, people are really happy I'm good at this game, you know? And so, I mean, it really is probably, I probably always associate playing those games with that. Cause I mean, I still spend 20 day, years later and you're still playing them. Yeah, yeah. I still to this day play these games. So, but uh, what about you? Do you remember the first time? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Are we going to do name drops in this? Sure, why not? So, uh, do you remember like Caleb? Yes. He played okay. Halo like, and stuff. Yeah, like I was like, he was like living right down the street from me, and we would come over and play games like every day. He had another friend, uh, old Will. You remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was pretty rich, dude. And so he had like new games and everything. And so he was like, "Hey, Philip, we're gonna go over to this guy's house, and he's got some sick games we're gonna play." And I'm like, "Cool, bro, let's do it." We go over there, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" He's like, "Oh, you know, I was playing some Guitar Hero," and I'm like, "What's Guitar Hero?" And then I watch as he pulls out this little white plastic guitar and just <laughs> I was like going to town on it. And I'm like, dang, got to try this. And I was terrible. And I loved it. <laughs> like, I'm like failing on easy, you know, like it was just, could you even fail on easy? I can't remember if it would let you fail then. Um, you, I don't think it lets you fail on easy for the first like 70% of the song. Cause there's a, there's a point it will let you fail, but you have to be yeah. failing for most of the song. Yeah. <laughs> well like i was bad and from there i knew that you know guitar hero was something i actually wanted and we had another friend like cody who had guitar hero 2 and so we were just playing that constantly and then guitar hero 3 came out and i bought that or my parents bought it for me because i was still a baby at the time and i just played that so much i think the next time i ever got to play guitar hero was whenever i did move to our hometown i moved back to our hometown. This is before I had started school in the area, though. I ended up buying Guitar Hero 2 and Guitar Hero 3 at the time, but uh, on PlayStation 2. And there was a kid named Sydney that lived behind us, and we lived in, like, these duplexes. And uh, he had, like, long hair and stuff. I didn't know anything about music. Like, it took me years to learn that Guitar Hero 1 and Guitar Hero 2 were mostly covers. Like, they were not the original tracks. Because I remember I would... I'm going off on a tangent, but I remember I would talk to my dad and I would start playing a song or no, I would be like, who is this dad? Do you know who this is? And he's like, I don't fucking know. And I'm like, it's the Foo Fighters. <laughs> but, and he'd be like, what the fucking Foo Fighters? <laughs> you know, like, it's not, the, it's not Foo Fighters. The guy sounds nothing like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which if you ever get the chance, go on YouTube and look up the Guitar Hero 2 making of videos that were on the disc as like extra content. I seriously, sometimes I'll get blackout drunk 
and see like the next morning i'll look through my youtube history and i'll see that i was watching these fucking like i'll watch tony hawk bales and then i'll watch guitar hero 2 making of videos and i'm like oh <laughs> I'm, I'm getting old now sweet memories i'm getting old yeah it's not good nostalgia what was i even talking about uh oh okay so that's sydney kid um I didn't know anything about music. I, I was not a music head like I am now. I'm a My genres are all over the place now. But back when I was a kid, I didn't really care about music or anything. This kid, Sydney, was a metal head. He was like three years younger than me, too. So I was like, hanging out with this kid that's three years younger than me. And I'm just like, wow, you're so cool. You know so much stuff. But he was like <laughs> listening to stuff like Children of Bodom. And I was I would listen to him like, I don't know about this. But I sure do like this Metallica stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, that kid actually introduced me to a lot of music and really guitar hero and in extension rock band were this awakening in me uh, about how much I loved not only music, but the math behind the music, like I, all this nerd geek shit, like so many YouTube channels I follow are just breaking down the math behind riffs and, or like phrases in songs, like why it's so important that Pink Floyd's money is in seven, eight, and it's like, oh, it's so good. It's like John Bonham and how amazing how he was as a drummer in Led Zeppelin, how they would never be the same band if they didn't have someone like him who was so creative at the time. I'm going way off. So yeah. do you remember? <laughs> this uh, is supposed to be about uh, plastic guitars and you're talking music <laughs> theory to me right now. Let's yeah, I knew this. It. I knew this. I knew this topic was going to get bloated by just talking. But um, oh, this can always be a long episode, too. You're editing this one, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm editing yeah. this one, so it can be as long as it needs to be. Since I was talking for so long, do you have an earlier rock band? Or not obviously not rock band, but do you have an earlier Guitar Hero memory? Just jump oh, yeah. straight into that if okay. you can. You know, one thing I really remember is when I used to go over to my friend's Cody Cody's house, and he had rock band, but he only had one guitar. But you know, in PlayStation Two, they would let you play. Well, he didn't have rock band. Sorry, he had Guitar Hero. I think it was Guitar Hero Two. You could play it with a controller using the bumpers, and it would just yeah. be like uh, X was the fifth key or the fifth fret, and so you would just be like playing all the bumpers, and we would do that, and it became I don't know like a whole extra level where we would just have controller duels where we would only be playing with controllers, and we were just like battling out because it had like a battle mode. I think in the second one they had battle mode. No, it was the third one had battle mode. The second one just had like co-op parts. I think. I don't know. It's been so long since I played them. Uh, I remember when we would play Guitar Hero 3 together and you would force me to play with the controller and it would piss me off so you bad. You were so good. Yeah, but it, I was like, this is, I hate this. <laughs> you, you were like, because you had played it for so long with, with Cody and them. And I was like, who does this? But now that makes sense <laughs> because you're so used to playing it with your with only one guitar there. Because <laughs> I remember when we met, it was post-rock band. But um, we would I would just bring my guitar, and but you would be like, let's play with the controllers. I'm like, oh, but we have the guitars. <laughs> Why would we do that? <laughs> it's just fun, you know. It's just a part of it. Like it's not fun in the beginning. It's terrible. And you're like, why would anyone do this? Because it's not like you. There's no like strum. So for all the chords and everything, you're literally just going like tap 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 all at the same time. And so <laughs> you have like your two little like your middle finger and your forefinger are just getting exhausted on the songs that have any repetition in them. Because yeah, you're just like, like playing Blitzkrieg Pop, and it's the same chord over and over, and you have to yeah. keep pressing the same two buttons at the same time over and over, and you're like, ah! ah! The whole game just turned... 
it's like quick time event the game you know yeah which is people love their quick time events it's super popular it's the new hotness yeah this kind of goes right into um when we like first met and became friends uh the story is i i moved around a lot as a kid i kind of firmly planted myself in high school and in eighth grade uh at our hometown and i didn't know who you were at all like we really had never interacted before as far as i remember in my head the first time we ever actually interacted was i i got rock band on release day and i was going around school like i got rock band i got rock band bitch i'm playing rock band i got the (laughs) drums but the music gaming industry was booming at this time this was like rock band one and guitar hero three were peak music industry unless you like really in my head rock band three is peak rock band but rock band one and guitar hero three that was as popular as those games ever got i think i think i was the only kid in the whole high school that had rock band the whole kit and everything and so i went around you know telling everybody and you and one of our closest high school friends steven just walked up to me one day uh, i think it was the day after i was doing that and you guys were like we're coming over to your house and we're playing rock band and i had no idea who you guys were and so <laughs> i was like okay i guess i mean sure why not and then later on that day two other people i think their name was garrett and the other guy, we called him Candyman. I don't remember his fucking actual name. I remember his name was yeah. Candyman, though. They also went, we're coming over to your house, and we're playing Rock Band. And I was like, god damn, this game is awesome. Everyone's fucking, I got all these friends now all of a yeah. sudden. I had really, I really didn't associate with anybody. So I was like, okay, I got I got uh, four people coming over. I was like, and I, I thought you guys were joking, all of you. I was like, oh, they'll probably forget. It doesn't matter. After school, all four of you found me <laughs> I, I i lived like two blocks away from school so i always walked home they you guys found me and walked with me home and both of you like the two groups of two people you and steven and Candyman and garrett were both like these guys are coming too like <laughs> there was yeah. no plan <laughs> you brought them there, there was no plan all of a sudden we had this rock band party uh scheduled for everyone and so i remember we all went to my my fucking duplex and I had never hooked up all of the controllers before, so I did. I was like, "How?" I didn't even know there were three USB ports on the fucking uh, Xbox 360 at that time. So I was like, "How are we gonna do all of this?" We got everything hooked up and we started playing. But there was five of us. I remember specifically, Stephen wasn't playing at first. He went out of my back door, and I was singing because nobody wanted to sing. And I was watching him. I was like, "Where is he going?" Because this guy I don't know is going out my back door. And he comes yeah. back with a basketball that's not mine. He just has a basketball, and he's dribbling it in my house. And I'm just like, oh, God, what's happening? We played Rock Band for a while, and then I remember your mom came. And she was like, you've got to come home and eat. You were like, but we're playing Rock Band. And she was like, just bring it. And I was like, what? Bring <laughs> Rock Band? And then I was like, no way, I'm not bringing Rock Band. And you were like, come on, just grab all the stuff, and we'll go play at my house, and we'll all eat. And your mom's like, yeah, come on. And I looked at, I was like, oh, Garrett, Candyman, is, are we doing this? And they're like, fuck yeah, we're doing this. And I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're going to this stranger's house now. And so we went to your house. We didn't even set up Rock Band. We got too lazy. So we left all the shit in your mom's van. And we just played this game called Heavy Weapon by Pop. Oh, dude, Heavy Weapon. Yeah. Dude, we played Heavy Weapon 
for the rest of the night and then your mom brought a bunch of blankets and we just we just fell asleep in there playing heavy weapon i I don't don't think i'll ever fucking forget that i just remember like i don't know when i was a kid i was a bit of a jerk Uh, i would say more inconsiderate to others a lot of times or i was just like blind to how i was actually interacting to people looking back on it it was pretty messed up some of the stuff i did for instance (laughs) like you were you had rock band and i'm like steven you want to play some rock band yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't even think about it <laughs> like as a this guy it's his property it was more like I was like yo I bet if we go over there and say like yo man let's hang out like he's not gonna say no What's he, is he really gonna say no <laughs> so I walked over and I'm like hey we're gonna play some rock band or what and I don't even remember I guess you just you said like sure yeah I got rock band he's just being a nice guy and he's <laughs> like awesome we're coming over I'm like this new kid in, in town yeah. I've been like I've been going to your school for like I don't know three months at that point. I'm just still not ingratiated at all, so I'm just happy someone's talking to me. <laughs> well, the thing was like you know our hometown's like small, but it's not like small small. It's still big enough that like it takes a while to walk around. But mm-hmm. I've been hanging out with Steven for so long, and you know how he is. It'll be yeah. three a.m. and he's like, "Yo, let's walk over to you know someone else's house and see what's going on." You walk <laughs> over and they're playing Magic the Gathering over there or something like that. You know? Yeah. No, they're playing Total War. That was that's always like what it was. Oh God, Total War. When I heard like, oh, it has all the instruments. I mean, mm. it's got drums, it's got guitar, it's got bass, it's got vocals. That's all there is. That's all you need. So I'm like, I gotta play this game because I, we all love Guitar Hero. Everyone in our friend group. And so mm. when Rock Band was out, I was like, yeah, I really don't have two hundred eighty dollars to drop on all these instruments. Or one thing I specifically remember. When we were first playing, you I think you were the first person to drum. I daintily tap all of the pads, and I very softly press down on the foot pedal. I remember it wasn't that you hit the pads hard, but you would stomp the foot pedal. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, God, he's hitting that foot pedal real hard. Uh, Candyman was like, I want to do the drums. And you're like, okay, I'll do the guitar. And so you switched, and I was like, oh, thank God. And Candyman not only stomped the foot pedal, but slammed <laughs> down on the fucking pads. And I was like, oh, God, my pads. You know, <laughs> it was like, uh, I, I remember specifically, and it's still to this day, I'm like, ah, when I see people slamming on the pads or playing the guitar real rough, especially since the Rock Band 4 instruments now, like the guitars go for like $300 and the drum sets, if they're in good condition, are like three, $400. I see, I see people do that, and I'm like, you know, I mean, I at this point I have expendable income. If I need another guitar, it's whatever. I just want my friends to have fun, but I'm not gonna be a dickhead and be like, don't. It's a mint condition, plastic instrument. (laughs) These are collectible. Yeah, they basically are. But I remember uh, one day you brought it over to Stevens, and like it was so weird because. Like his parents were like trying to sleep in the back room and we're just in the living room. <laughs> and we're all like really close to the TV. And it's like, I, don't know, I think we were doing like Foo Fighters, Learn to Fly or something like that. And I was on vocals because like I couldn't do the drums for that part. So you had to play the drums. And of course they were sleeping. So you're just like, just like super quiet, <laughs> like as quiet yeah. as possible. Yeah. And like, I'm trying to do the vocals, but. I'm trying to sing it, but you got to sing really quiet. <laughs> and so I'm like failing the vocals because I can't be loud. Like we didn't want to play Halo 3 right now. We were going to play Rock Band, but we could not be loud at all. And I just remember like I just kept failing and I was getting so mad because I was failing. <laughs> but oh, you got to be super quiet. Like We just got to finish this fucking set list. That just became a recurring thing. Every day you guys came over and played Rock Band after that, basically. And then 
we play rock band for like two or three hours and then you guys would be like all right come with us and i'm like okay we would walk to your house we would play halo and i was yeah. like why don't we play halo <laughs> i could play halo at my house we could just connect online no, whatever you don't understand if you had two tvs in your in your bedroom so either me or steven would split screen on your bigger tv and then one of us would be on the other tv by ourselves and we would play online that way and at first i was like we had i had to walk <laughs> here do you remember the red ring of death on the xbox of 360 course i remember the red ring i only had 2.5 xboxes go through it yeah i also went through two xboxes um like the towel method you used to have to wrap it in a towel and try to overheat it <laughs> the first time i ever had an xbox red ring on me i was at my cousin's house we were playing rock band and this guy uh he's not with us anymore the best person i've ever seen in real life at these kinds of games like he was just ridiculously good really early on like he would play guitar hero 3 and do through the fire and flames he's the only person i know who could do that shit like he would do the uh, guitar hero van halen stuff he's like tapping with both hands i'm like how what is this like so i was trying to get an achievement i don't remember what kind of achievement it was and we were playing together and i remember we were playing run to the hills <laughs> i remember this moment vividly because it's so traumatic <laughs> to my childhood i he was playing on the drums and i was singing like we were like run to and then the game just stops and i'm just screaming and there's no more music coming back and i'm like i guess you were drumming too hard you shook the disc tray or whatever <laughs> and so yeah. i pressed the power button and then i pressed it again and i got that red ring and yeah. i almost wept in front of people like i was totally Feels okay bad. with embarrassing myself as a teenager screaming into this microphone as long as the game is telling me i'm getting points i don't care if everyone's laughing at me the moment my xbox died Oh, so much pain. It's like, this is our generation's 9-11. Everyone remembers when your Xbox oh red-ringed the first time. <laughs> I don't know if I can co-sign that one, but uh, I see what you're saying. I'm not having fun anymore. I'm very upset now that you said that. Um... <laughs> yeah, let's not bring this one up. Rock Band was our life. Like, for maybe, like, a whole summer when we were growing up. But you were, like, living at my house, almost. You were always over my house. It didn't matter. You know, like my mom would just be like, oh, hey, Austin, are you hungry? You know, all that stuff. We'd wake up every morning at like, I don't know, nine o'clock or whenever we had woke up from sleeping in and we would start playing rock band right then. And we would play until six o'clock. And that was like the rule my parents had is like after six o'clock, can't play rock band anymore. That was Halo three time. Yeah, then we played Halo 3, and we were just as loud on Halo 3 because we'd be playing custom games and yelling <laughs> the whole time. Screaming at each other, like we'd be way louder. I think they were. I think it was the tapping on the floor because we had you had like hardwood oh, floors, yeah. right? Wooden floors. I think... yeah. So it like shook the house. Yeah. Guitar Hero and Rock Band, we've talked pretty extensively about. Um, do you want to go into how these two games got made? They were so similar, so they had a lot of history together these two companies all right i actually don't remember the story behind this i'm sure i've heard it but there's like harmonix and i don't even remember the other one uh it was harmonics that broke off from red octane they were okay. under neversoft i believe i yeah. don't know if Rock guitar hero one was under never neversoft but there was a lot of acquisitions and stuff going on basically guitar hero one was red octane and harmonics if i remember correctly Guitar Hero 2 was the last was the last time they were together. Um, Harmonix made like a spinoff called uh, Guitar Hero Rock the 80s. It, it was an expansion pack, basically. Yeah. And after that, Guitar Hero 3 was all Red Octane. And then Harmonix went off to do their own thing with Rock Band. 
when the split happened, I don't remember what it was about. I think maybe it was about the direction of the series, like how cartoony Guitar Hero 3 is compared to how quote-unquote realistic Rock Band is. Yeah, is it realistic, though? Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at them side by side, you definitely oh, see yeah, their definitely. Like, in Guitar Hero 3, the singer's fucking mouth is 78% of his face, you know? Yeah. And then he, like, catches on fire halfway through the song, too. Yeah. I would have dreams about how big the singer's mouth was on his head in Guitar Hero 3, because it was so freakishly large. I know the exact singer you're talking about, too. Yeah. Like, I've seen it, too. After Rock Band 1... Uh, they when Rock Band 2 came out, that's when Guitar Hero came out with Guitar Hero World Tour. And this iteration of these two franchises has a special place in my heart as well. I don't even think you remember any of this, because it's so irrelevant, really. But, uh, but it was traumatizing to me. I was in love with Rock Band. I could not give a shit about Guitar Hero whenever Rock Band 1 came out. Now, my mother... My mother... Your own mother. So she wants me to have a beautiful christmas gift oh she wants me to have a christmas gift so she buys me guitar hero world tour and not rock band 2 listen oh, no. to me rock band is what i want guitar hero is not what i want i hate guitar hero now guitar hero world tour comes out with the drums and the vocals and everything so it's supposed to be you know it's all better right i, I was visibly upset whenever she gave me this because i thought oh, it was no. rock band i opened it up it was guitar hero it's just a a big box right well, yeah. you didn't get either of the games whenever they first came out. They both no. came out re- really close together, kind of like a Call of Duty Battlefield situation. You waited for, like, I think two weeks before you ended up... And you wanted Guitar Hero. As far as I'm aware, in my head canon, that's what it was. You wanted Guitar Hero. I wanted Rock Band. I ended up getting Guitar Hero for Christmas. So you convinced your parent to get Rock Band instead of Guitar Hero? So yeah. that we would both have it, because we were hanging out all the time anyways and so i was like oh no the one i wanted he has so when i have to go home every couple of days i just am stuck with the knockoff rock band um i think eventually we just traded anyways but uh because you were like i beat the story just yeah we would just trade for a while it's not the same it's not mine but i did just (laughs) buy the disc i think i just bought the disc and it was whatever but i was i remember so vividly opening up that that present it's one of the last presents I got, really, as like a big box like that. And I was like, oh, no. It's like you want an Xbox 360, but your parents buy you a GameCube because of Xbox, GameCube, yeah, whatever. It's, it's all the same, same thing, you know? You know? <laughs> tomatoes, tomatoes. You know, I had some strong opinions about Guitar Hero back in the day. What I always felt is like Guitar Hero knows guitar. So I always enjoyed playing the guitar portion of Guitar Hero more than the Rock Band portion. Like, whenever I would play it on a rock band, I always felt like, oh, this is clunky. This doesn't have round orbs flying at you. It has these little chunky squares. Who wants squares flying at you? I mean, it's just it's terrible. I remember I would always, like, kind of... I struggled in the beginning in the conversion from circles to squares. But it turns out it really doesn't matter. Both games are pretty good. Like, those games try so hard to have perfectly accessible controls. Like, you see everything you need to do on the screen. Now, there are the extreme cases like the Through the Fire and Flames where, yeah, you need to do some practice probably to get it right the first time. You know, like and get it all right. In regards to what you were saying, that Guitar Hero knows the guitar, Rock Band with its visuals, the okay. rectangle is a lot thinner. So already it looks like you have a smaller target to hit. In Guitar Hero, you have that circle. It's not only 
visual it actually is programmed in rock band that you have to be a lot more precise the window for failure is a lot wider that's especially apparent when you start playing on harder difficulties when you play on expert you can be a lot more loosey-goosey with those on guitar hero so um rock band and guitar hero they had a very fast rise and fall yeah they were burning the candles from both ends it was really um activision's fault because of the oversaturation of the music gaming genre rock band did contribute the oversaturation was real and this all of these games were in a very small window the rock band beatles was a work of fucking art i don't know if you remember the rock band beatles oh yeah it was so good a lot of the beginning of the the beatles discography you're playing and it's like a live performance so you're like oh this is just like rock band you know except there's the beatles on the screen once you get about halfway through the campaign, instead of seeing a live performance, you're seeing them in the studio. And then you see these psychedelic inspired trips where they're playing the music. Oh, yeah. Like fucking, dude, Octopus's Garden, Here Comes the Sun. It's the, these bangers after bangers after banger after banger. You're just hearing all of these amazing songs. And there's this beautiful, like if <laughs> oh, yeah. you can find YouTube videos because it's the Beatles, so you probably can't. But if you can find YouTube videos of the Beatles rock band, look up here comes the sun look up i am the walrus look look these songs up like any of these songs where you're like cuckoo cuckoo i know this album i'll look up some of these songs it probably has some crazy psychedelic trip of a fucking music video attached to it my mind was blown i was like what are these patterns what are they straight laced (laughs) fucking british people oh yeah these these boys with their haircuts yeah like Tasty white dudes. Because like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I really wasn't into music. So I didn't fucking know the Beatles. My mom, my dad, they don't give a fuck about the Beatles. And so I was like completely dropped into this cold water. It is like this rabbit hole. And I became obsessed with the Beatles for a little while. I think a lot of people... Whoa, spoilers. Are you telling me the Beatles are good? Ah. Ah. Just answer the question. They're good. So uh, Green Day Rock Band, it wasn't as polished how could it be it came after the beatles if the green day rock band came first it would be heralded as a a better game a lot of people i mean a lot of people the fucking 15 rock band aficionados people still playing yeah they they look back on green day and remember that green day rock band was shit on a little bit but it, it was fine for what it was i think green day rock band's better than all of the band name guitar heroes that is it's only Green Day. I don't know why, in my head, it's so weird that when you play Van Halen Guitar Hero that you get a third of the fucking entire set list is random shit. Uh, on Guitar Hero Metallica, again, the third of the set list is random songs, but a lot of them were songs that Metallica covered. I I don't know if it was the same for Van Halen and Aerosmith, but I'm pretty sure it really wasn't, because I don't think either of those bands have like a album of just covers. Well, I think it's time for us to take a break. And we're back. Now we're going to be start focusing more on the inner game mechanics of the game. What it actually is when you're playing it. Before we were just kind of talking about our history. This is kind of more what you're doing. And I kind of preface that because the biggest game mechanic I want to focus on is what like I, I call, and I've heard people call it, like the flow state. Like, you know that feeling you get whenever you're doing something that's kind of complex, but you stop thinking about mm-hmm. 
Like, Nave, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, it's like you go into a trance. Yeah, but you're still functioning and performing your job or whatever you're doing, like, perfectly fine. I actually looked up a breakdown. Professor wrote a whole paper on it. And let me try to pronounce his name of him right now. Old Professor Mahay Sisizentimahali. Nailed it. Is that, is that how you say that? Yeah, okay, thanks. Yep, and his little, let me just break down how he wrote it out. First of all, it's a challenge activity that requires skill. That's Rock Band through and through. If I tried to play Rock Band on medium, there's no way I could like hit a flow state and like vibe out. But as long as I'm hitting a difficulty I can cover, such as expert, I'm no like 100% expert on Rock Band. I probably can't do like the guitar low through, run through the hills. So to reach that flow, you definitely need the right difficulty for the challenge. Next one would be the merging of actions and awareness. Once you really get the practice down, you don't even think about moving your fingers anymore. Whereas before, you'd be like, oh, I need to hold down yellow and then flip, hit the little strummer right as the note gets here. No, you just do it. Like, you see a, a yellow note coming, you're like, I'm going to play yellow. You don't think about the individual actions. Nave, you, you play a lot more than me. Like, I assume it gets to a point where you see almost combos coming. Or you've been songs with blind mode on before. I think I've seen you do it, right? Uh, it's so it, bad. It's like, I'm too drunk to play Call of Duty. I'm going to go play Rock Band. It's so bad that I can reliably predict when overdrive phrases are going to come. So I'll just use my overdrive. I'm like, okay, it's been like six bars since I've seen an overdrive phrase, I think. So I'm going to use it now because I think there's one coming pretty soon. Almost always, there's a, I, I'm able to predict that. Yeah, that's the merging of the action and the awareness. The other ones they have is like clear goals and feedback. The game is painfully clear whenever you're missing notes. If you miss a note, that whole audio track just dies. And if you miss a long note, that is the worst <laughs> feeling ever. Like if it's just like a single guitar strum that is held for like longer than five seconds, you're just sitting there in silence. It's almost a meme on Rock Band 4 multiplayer because in that you can press the start button and then go to chat. It's almost a meme to always go like, sorry. Or when someone does that, there's taunts. And it's <laughs> like, maybe you should practice more or something like that when you miss that long note. You're like, ah, the whole time. The whole time you're just agonizingly screaming into the void. The next uh, major points they hit on the flow state is the sense of control. Like I hit earlier in our intro, you have full control over this system. It's just the five buttons and the strummer, if we're just talking about the guitar. With only those controls, you have the ability to perform any action in front of you. You don't even have to think about, like in Halo, you think, oh, I'm going to have to go up in, in the story mode, we're about to fight some wraiths. Uh, I could look for a plasma pistol or rocket launcher. No, you don't have to think about that. You have everything you need right here. The last two, these are the ones that I mostly, like, I went down this list just to hit on these last two. The second last one is the loss of self-consciousness. Like, everybody's a little self-conscious, you know. But this is where, as a 13-year-old boy, you can sing, um, hit me with your best shot. <laughs> like, hitting every note as loud as you can in front of your other, you know, male 13-year-old friends. And you don't care at all. You don't care that like you're getting into it and you're just like, you don't care that you look like a fool or that you can't sing because honestly, I'm not a good singer, but singing was like one of my favorite instruments on rock band. One way that this really strikes a chord with me is that I am consistently hosting rock band parties at my house and I'm playing with people who are playing on medium, you know, like people who don't have rock band, they're not able to get a hold of the instruments like I have. 
these people have to watch me be a god on expert like i do expert no matter what like i can't drum expert on cannibal corpse and the black dahlia murder okay that's a little bit too much but no matter what instrument i end up playing like if someone wants to sing someone wants to play the drums i'll play the bass and i'll just play the bass amazingly and they just watch that it took a long time to get people into the mode where they don't have to worry about me like i'm not sitting there going they're ruining this song for me that's really the self-consciousness that i am imagining right now people are constantly going like i don't want to play because i'm not good at this and i'm like you don't have to be good at it the more you play the better you get and also we are all experiencing this one thing together we are doing the thing it's not like i'm doing the thing and you're over there separately doing your thing and when you mess up everyone notices we're all messing up like and it's okay the ability to get over that is even harder whenever you're with somebody who's just way better than you and the fact that i'm consistently seeing my friends singing don't stop believing on the microphone on easy and getting like 30 percent, but we're just laughing at all like it's a yeah. very awesome feeling yeah that i mean you nailed it right there <laughs> And then the final point I want to make uh, is the transformation of time. This is the biggest meditative feeling that I get because the song can only be four minutes long, but you get in there. This is usually for me, it's always like on the drums. Usually one of my favorite ones is just chop suey. (laughs) It's pretty easy on the drums. It's just like, you know, just like it's pretty chill until it's not chill. (laughs) It's not chill at one point, but I just completely zone out usually in that song because I don't even think about the drums. There's like maybe one part where you have to actually like try to stay on beat, but the rest of it is just like, I'll just hit the notes when they come. And it feels like time is like stretching out as you're playing it. Like, I'm sure you know this feeling, right? Yeah, don't even get me started on, on, I can't continue. (laughs) And all those together basically combine to make the flow state that I'm talking about. And this is my favorite part of playing the Rock Band Guitar Hero series like this zone out flow state meditative thing this is like what it's all about and it feels even better whenever you can tell that the other people playing your co-op partners are also hitting the state because like me and Nate, we always just like take turns like picking songs and you can tell when someone's like getting into it on the surface it just looks like strumming plastic instruments watching a little score go by while a popular song plays but really it's more than that it is sharing a state of being with the people in the song with you because no other situation besides going to a rock concert do you enjoy or like fully devour a song with another person the one thing that i uh oh shit see now i want to say two things um as far as the transformation of time that whole phenomenon it's horrific how much time goes by when you're playing it it feels like 15 minutes you've been sitting there playing rock band and it's 4 a.m. And you're like, I just started playing at 10. How is it 4 a.m. already? You get completely engrossed in this. And it's because I think it's such a intimately cooperative thing. Like you are all on beat. You're syncing up your strums. You're syncing up your drum hits. And I know it's online and no one's around each other. When you're with each other, when you're online, like you were saying, you can feel that connection. 
you can when you activate your overdrive and then right after you activate your overdrive like a split second later the bassist activates their overdrive and you're like we were in sync just then we both went this part probably needs the overdrive you know what i mean yeah on the topic of oh man don't get me started on live shows I'm kind of a music nut. I don't know if anyone's noticed by now, like fucking four hours into the podcast, but um, I'm kind of a music nut. And these are basically religious experiences you're having whenever you go to concerts. And whenever I saw you put this stuff in the notes, I was very excited to kind of talk about that. Like everyone around you is there to hear. It doesn't matter. Elton John, Slipknot. Lady Gaga, who, whoever you like to listen to, whatever concert you're at, everyone is there for one thing, and that is to pay attention to this person performing their art and to be in unison with that person. And it's all—it's basically being at a sermon, but everyone's experiencing this art that they've created, and they're performing that art in front of you. Basically, ad lib. The best artists they sound better live and the reason why everyone thinks that is because of this extra feeling you get when you're around 300 500 10,000 people in a stadium you're around all of these people and everyone's on the same wavelength they're vibing to this beat rock band simulates that not like not like i'm saying rock band's a religious experience but it simulates that feeling you know, it gets it, it gets your reptilian brain thinking, you know, I hear yeah. a crowd and I'm playing and I think other people are playing with me. So it's almost the same experience. It's not, but it puts you in that mind state. It puts you in that trance where you're, what was it, the flow state you're talking about? Yeah, the flow state is what like the scientists called it, or the professor. It puts you there. And there's a reason why people still play this game even though the instruments are hard, hard, hard to come by. And honestly, if I broke, I have two guitars. I paid 300 for one of them. I'm an asshole. And if one of them broke, which one has already broken, I had to rewire it and fix it. If one actually broke, I'd I'd just buy another one. I really would. Because I don't want to lose the two guitars and the, the drums. I don't want to lose that whole mechanic when people come over. People come over and they, they want to play rock band. When we're all getting pissed off at each other for doing asshole things in Magic the Gathering to each other, like we blow off steam by playing rock band. It's kind of the perfect cooperative experience almost. I would really struggle finding another experience that was as intimately cooperative as rock band, which is why I was so excited to make an episode about it. Oh, yeah. All right. Now that we got really deep, let's come up for air. Let's talk about the crunchy bits. Like I see you put down basically all the major game mechanics listed in the Rock Band series. Uh, yeah. Like the old difficulty and progression? Yeah, we can, we can ping pong back and forth with these because they're pretty yeah. self-explanatory. So difficulty and progression, it's just the, the four difficulty levels, easy, medium, hard, and expert. As you go up the difficulty levels, they introduce more and more intensity. Easy to medium is pretty simple because it's just adding your pinky into the mixture, and then occasionally you have a chord, which is just two buttons at the same time. We're only talking about the guitar because drums, the difficulty's all over the place. And for vocals, it just makes the bar a little smaller. So on the guitar, easy and medium, you're just adding the pinky so that you can play the blue note. Now, when you go from medium to hard, 
not only does it add the orange note, which means you need to learn how to shift your finger down or shift your hand down to comfortably hit the orange note, you need to learn how to start reliably playing chords. Where it is vaguely sprinkled in in medium, it's pretty consistently there on hard. Now, you're not playing all of the notes. You're basically an expert with training wheels. And all expert is is just all the notes. And so it's all the notes with all the techniques that you could possibly really have. There's a, It's a huge curve. Going from easy to medium is like, uh, you know, it's a little bit hard. But going from medium to hard is very, very difficult. And I've been experiencing that with, oh, yeah. with the people that have been coming over to my house. Most people stop at medium and they're just happy there. And that's fine. But I like to push the people around me. And when they're like, I don't want to play hard, I'm like, okay, fine. But I'm like, I know you could do better. I know you could do better. And I see some of them kind of timidly. They're like, oh, we're just playing Weezer. What is the next song? Oh, Evanescence. I'm on bass. Uh, maybe I'll go to hard. You know what I mean? Like, And, and when I see them slowly yeah. start pushing themselves, I'll slowly explain to them. I'm like, this is what the hammer-ons are. These are what the pull-offs are. They're just the same thing, but the opposite order. And I'm like, you need to learn to not strum those. And once they slowly start learning to not strum those, because those are introduced in medium. You see hammer-ons and pull-offs there. You see chords there. Once they start not strumming them, I'm like, I promise it feels wrong. But the game gets way easier once you learn to not strum those. The engaging nature of the game when you're on expert and you're as good as you're going to get, basically, it's being in that flow state with the song, just completely engrossing yourself with the rhythm. Before then, you can get into that flow state even on medium. It just depends on how hard you're pushing yourself. If this is as hard as you can play, the game will be engaging inherently. Once you get to the point where you're playing on medium and you're 100%ing songs, and but it's too hard to go to hard because you don't want to use your pinky all the way down there, you'll grow bored with the game if you don't challenge yourself. And that's something that struck a chord with me when you were talking about the flow state, the engagement. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about the drums? I got some stories about the kick pedal. Okay, so the drums. If we're just talking about straight rock band. I remember, um, was it rock band 2 that came out with the extra accessory where you could get the pro drum set yes featuring two extra cymbals yeah <laughs> oh it's three so oh it's three there was three cymbals yeah there's three yeah. you can play with two okay. but so basically the, the drum set had uh the four normal drum pads then you would get these little like expansions pretty much that you would then use your little plastic screw-ons to kind of like mount them onto this tiny frame and put them up there so that you had three extra pads you could hit. So combine that with like the kick drum, all of a sudden, like the drums was just so much more complex, so immersive. It was perfect for hitting that flow state. Now, the problem was, is these instruments are made out of plastic. So whenever you're just banging away, I was heavy handed. I'll just say right there. I was you know, hitting them pretty hard. You'd be hitting those pro drum pads, but the cymbals would just slide down like every <laughs> other hit. Tap, 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 tap. Tap, 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 until they will be touching down on top of the other pads. And then they won't respond when you hit them. And so you're just like, oh, no, because, of course, we're playing on expert, trying to go for high scores and challenges. But I'm going to fail unless I can pop this thing back up. So I remember we had so many different, like, jerry rig, like, ways to kind of keep them up. Like, we just have, like, tape all over them or just other, like, weird straps, whatever we could find to just try to hold these little symbols on there. And then the kick drum. The kick drum is a big point of contention for me because I was also pretty heavy-footed. And I think I broke Nave's drum set. I think I broke yours. And I broke mine. 
I was pretty bad. I never learned my lesson. Yeah. Because I'm just over there just, just stomping away. And all of a sudden you hear stomp. <laughs> there's a there's a that? snap <laughs> and then <laughs> everyone's like oh yeah, no like, something something's wrong which they fixed in rock band 3 when they i think it was rock band 3 yeah because rock band 2 um, is still plastic i think because it's the same one that even comes in rock band 4 i have like four extra kick pedals because i am just waiting for them to start breaking it's so good because the input that you see coming is just a line across your track one nice thing aesthetically as well is that when you hit that line, it makes your whole track physically bump mm-hmm. upwards a little bit. Like you see your track thump. So that pretty much covers the drums. Uh, the next instrument, and you know, the one that matters, I'm not talking about bass. You shut your mouth. I'm talking about vocals. So everybody loves to sing because you're kind of in the spotlight then, even though no one's really listening to you, they're still kind of doing their own thing. I enjoy singing a lot. Uh, how do you feel about it? Singing's one of my favorites. Unfortunately, it's one of the most accessible ways to play rock band. You only need a headset. Like, you can sing into your Xbox headset online, and it's fine. So there is always a fucking singer. So you are mm-hmm. never singing online. But singing is also a good way to just get people into it. Like, I remember when we were just playing in my room or whatever. That was, like, how I got my mom to play with us. Oh, you know, you come <laughs> sing with us, you know? And she's like, oh, I know this one Weezer song. And I'm like, cool, you can sing the Weezer song. Because I guess it was popular enough that my mom knew it. Dude, honestly, I can remember that. And I remember her singing and just, because I was, I think I was drumming. And I would just keep looking at her. And she's just like smiling. Like she's playing on easy yeah. and she's singing it. But she's just, her fucking grin, it looks like something in a, in a fucking cartoon. Yeah, she was having fun. Like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's fun just to be a part of the band. Like, you might not be getting like gold stars or top scores or whatever, but it's fun just to play and be a part of the group. The cool thing about the vocals is, and this is something I'm always trying to explain to people whenever they first pick up the mic, is that you don't exactly need to match the pitch of what is being sung in the original recording of the song. You can sing the same note in a different octave as long as it's the same note the game will accept it as an acceptable phrase yep so you can go ah, uh, or you can go ah, uh, and and oh, that was that's beautiful. some way no thank you there <laughs> thank was that's you. some way that you can game the system almost whenever you're singing like a girl song what was it hit me with your best shot and so going hit me with your yeah. best you can go hit me with your best shot you can do something like that and yeah. once people start to learn that, they can always sing in their comfortable range and get through the song, and that always makes them feel awesome. Like, I yeah. have a friend, uh, Christian, who may or may not appear on the podcast, depending on his time and stuff. He just fell in love with singing once he learned that he can kind of game the – it's like a meta game inside of the singing, where he's, how much can I fuck with my voice – and still get through the song with at least four stars, you know? Yeah. And I know it definitely helped me out when I learned that. Because what I didn't understand is like I was trying to sing higher to hit some notes. When really I just need to drop down a key a little bit. Which of course it sounds weird if you're singing in a higher key and then drop down to hit a high note. Like it doesn't make sense. But for the game, if you're trying to get a high score at that point, go for it. Yeah, and when you're online, nobody can hear you scream. So... You just do whatever you want as long as as long as you're hitting the points. Nobody cares. All right, you ready to hit the reviews? Let's get into it. 
All right, Nave. How would you review the Rock Band series? It's one of the best games you could possibly get that is not worth the price of admission. Can you elaborate on that? I think we've alluded to it a couple of times, especially me, because I'm particularly salty about this. But um, they haven't produced the physical instruments in many years. So all of the instruments cost quite a bit of money. And sometimes you can find them for pretty cheap from somebody who's ignorant and doesn't know any better. But those times have basically passed. Um, It's like people who find their Pokemon cards. Instead of giving them to their nephew, they go, oh, I bet some of these are worth a pretty penny. Someone on eBay will pay for this. Unfortunately, the Grok Band stuff is fucking worth a pretty penny now. All you gotta do is Google Guitar Hero. And then you'll see all of the fucking instruments that are worth way too much than they're worth. And I have actually had a strum bar completely die on my guitar. And I bought a off-brand strum bar that I had to take apart my fucking guitar, get into the wires, fucking cut things, shave off rubber off of the wire, fit pieces into pieces. I was like, I got it working. And then like six or seven months later, the strum bar is already dying on me again. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, it's like feels bad. The struggle, man. Like I said before, unfortunately, if this strum bar dies completely on me, I'll just buy another guitar. And that's how much I love this fucking game. And for that reason, I cannot recommend this game to anybody unless you buy this game digitally and just sing. And like this is like an amazing karaoke game. And one thing we never brought up is that there are vocal harmonies A lot of songs have three vocal tracks. Like if you're playing anything by Queen, you sing Bohemian Rhapsody and do that fucking part from Wayne's World where everyone's headbanging in the car. Doing that shit. Yeah, you can do that vocal harmonies. Get three of your drunk buddies to get two of your drunk buddies together and just sing We Are the Champions, my friend. It's very, very fun. And for $60, which the game is never really on sale, unfortunately, but for $60 to get this karaoke machine with five to 8,000 songs you can download for $2 each, any fucking band, you name it, it's probably on Rock Band. It might not be the songs you want, but this is a karaoke dream. And in that instance, I can recommend the game. But... If you want to play the guitar and the drums, which is unfortunately what you probably want to do, unless you have a lot of disposable income, uh, don't. Don't do it. (laughs) I'm done with my rant. Okay, I'll go for my rant then. Yes, this game is good. Play the Rock Band games, if you can. But that's just it. In my notes, I literally just put, good luck finding this in a playable condition. I don't even remember what I did with my Rock Band instruments whenever I moved out of the house. I assume I either gave them away or probably just threw them in the trash because I think they were held together with duct tape by the time I left. (laughs) Because I probably had like a dead strum bar on one guitar, um, sticking buttons on another. Uh, The drums, probably the green pad had already gone out, so it just didn't respond. Unless you hit it insanely hard, so much harder that you're going to break a stick. Which we never talked about breaking sticks, but didn't that come up a couple times too? Usually they were accidents. I don't. I don't think we ever broke a stick on the drum set itself. Usually we would some dumb. We miss the pad completely, and the stick flies out of our hand and oh, ricochets around the room. Yeah. It would break the tip off or something. Yeah, good times. Yeah, the problem is with any of these like plastic instruments is they are plastic. They will break, and that makes this game so hard to play. So I would recommend this with the asterisk of it's going to cost you money to play. 
that or you need to find a friend who has rock band, go up to him or her and say, hey, I'm coming over today. We're going to play some rock band because that's pretty much the only way you're going to get to experience this. But it's worth experiencing. If you can find a Xbox 360 guitar, um, there is a PC game called Clone Hero, which is mm-hmm. um, not it's not like on the on the books you know if you want to go into the little gray market territory you can go into that clone hero i would go and look up some youtube youtubers like akai or people like that that play clone hero because there is some ridiculous stuff that shows up like you can play kendrick lamar's damn album completely but it's really hard like like it's just it's all memes at this point but um if you want to play the guitar clone hero is an alternative um, the 360 guitars in particular, why I'm saying those is because they come with a USB port rather than the PlayStation ones, which came with the stupid controller port. If you get the 360 guitar, you can plug it straight into your computer and then you can play on the PC, uh, which Clone Hero is was designed around. And unfortunately, those are kind of expensive too. Nowhere near as expensive as the Rock Band uh, Xbox One guitars or the PlayStation 4 guitars, but... That's an alternative, and and at least at that point you would get a bunch of fucking free shit. You know, a bunch of songs for free that you can download. They may be charted badly, but I mean, at least they're there. You can play yeah. Car Bomb and uh, Mashuga on Clone Hero. If you're a metalhead like me, you can't play anything like that on uh, Rock Band. All right, is there anything else you wouldn't want to anyway? Because uh, you would break your instruments. <laughs> so because. And then you would have to buy a three hundred dollar instrument again. So, just buy a real guitar at that point. Any closing words for Rock Band before we move on to next games we're gonna play? It's good. Yeah, it's, it's good. good. Don't buy it. Yeah, don't buy it. But find a friend that has it and go over to his house and play it. So, what are we gonna play? Rob them at gunpoint. Oh yeah. Take their rock yeah. Those band. those plastic instruments are worth some money if you can get them. That's larceny at that point. If you take Rock Band from them, that's larceny. What's the limit like? A felony. Over, I guess, five hundred dollars or something. I don't know. What I'm talking about. I don't know what larceny is. I don't. I don't know. We are not a legal podcast. We're we not. are not lawyers. Um, do not take legal advice from us. I just covered our asses. Oh, nice, nice. Make sure you include that in the final cut. Maybe. I don't know. So, what are we gonna play for next time? Outriders. Yeah, we're working on Outriders right now, so that should be our next big hit. And. Uh, do we even have plans after that one? I don't think so. At no, least I think I was not of you. I was heading towards about. Left 4 Dead. Um, Left 4 Dead, we can kind of do a retrospective as well. But uh, you seem to be getting a computer. My dog is freaking the fuck out behind me, and it's distracting me. You seem to be getting a computer, though, right? Yeah. So we might be able to play soon. Left 4 Dead. Yeah. Do you see her? She's just playing. It's a good doggo. All right, so at this point, uh, you want to do the mailer feedback? Yes, I will read all of the mail. We have no mail. Oh, no, that's so sad. <laughs> I want this joke to go on as long as possible. Never yeah, give us no mail. No one email us. But if you really feel like it, go ahead and send us some mailer feedback at gamingtogetherpod at gmail.com. It's down in the description below. So if you have any comments, emails, suggestions for games to play, or maybe you just want to play some Rock Band with us. I'm on the Xbox. Xbox Rock Band 4. I'm trying to find... I mean, we've already... If you're on the Xbox, you play Rock Band 4. We've already played together. That's that's just a fact. Yeah, there's only like six people, right? 
I think it's around like a hundred and something. I because seriously, on my Xbox, I have I think five hundred friends, and I think at least two hundred of them are from Rock Band. Nice. It's we just have to we just have to keep in touch with each other. All right. Well, this has been a long one, so let's wrap it up. This has been Gaming oh, yeah. Together, a cooperative podcast. Thanks for listening, in, co-op partners, and we'll see you next time. See you. I was restarting. <laughs> we'll restart again. What was I talking about? Jana. Oh, oh. <laughs> said, fucking <laughs> destroyed my ear holes. <laughs> Whenever we would come together. Yes. You. <laughs> How long have we been recording? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. Dude, it's been a minute. Yeah. Three, two, one. <laughs> no. Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nate. Go! <laughs> you like video Go! games? <laughs> Shut up. It's just me and you now, listener. <laughs>